Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. This is Jennifer O'Neill and my co-host, Debbie Frederick. Debbie, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. I just wanted, uh, for anybody who is, well, you none of you were listening to us beforehand. Um, <laughs> Debbie said, is it better now? Um, you're cutting out just a little bit. Okay. Well, I don't know what to about. I have a problem with Skype lately. So uh, if something happens, just take over. <laughs> okay. Oh. If you, if, if you lose me altogether, just keep going. I'll be back shortly. So um, today's show, we I wanted to talk about, or we were going to discuss uh, relationships. Relationships is one really hot topic. It's a hot, juicy topic, actually. And a lot of people, well, because basically everyone's in one, right? They're either in one or they're out of one. And if they're out of one, they're trying to get in one. It's just like craziness. And so as everybody knows that I do psychic readings um, and spiritual teaching, but one of the areas, that one of the most biggest hot buttons, the most questions asked is career love and love is usually the first one, money is usually the second, and career is usually the third. And so what I did one day, because I have a lot of friends that um, were actually making me crazy, and they know who they are, so I'm not talking about them behind their back, but because I would make fun of them during the time, is uh, they were going through different dating problems. And one of the things that I think is causing people to be most problematic because I have a lot of calls of when I get married. Uh, I've been out of a relationship for a long time. When do you see out of when, 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 when do you see them coming? And if they're and if they have the boyfriend or girlfriend, it's usually when are they going to commit? And um, you know when is that going to happen? They they're they're always looking for the next stage of their relationship. And so after a while, I had written an article because I realized. People tend to think that nobody wants to commit anymore, and that's just not true. I mean, I know men and women who are really good people who have their great. I would set them up with any of my friends, and they want to commit. Even men, they want to commit, but they're they're not have they're not linking up with people in the right time frame. So, but I do as a about how everybody's in a different chapter, which we'll go over. But Debbie, um, you know men and women. You have a lot of men and women friends. Um, do you don't you notice that too though? Because I think it's a misconception for women, especially that there's no good matter if they are they're and um, or or married. But I actually know a lot of good men out there that want to get married and have kids in the next couple of years. Do you as well? Um, yes. I think, you know, there's so many different people at so many different levels, you know, in a relationship wanting to get out or looking to find that relationship and both men and women. Um, I mean, isn't, um, what is one of, like, eHarmony, isn't that, like, just a really hot button for people to get connected and even oh, online yeah. or even rekindling old flames through Facebook and such. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of guys out there who are wanting to commit and, and settle down. 
Yeah, I think that there is, and that was a really good point because um, another thing that I actually think people should look into more is the online dating on reputable sites, not like on Craigslist or anything, but like, you know, eHarmony or any of those. I'm really, yeah, I'm serious. (laughs) But I know um, my brother and I know one of my very best friends, um, I I think it was Match.com, she actually has met and married her current husband, and they were an incredible match. And I'll tell you what, she was one of the ones that I used to lecture all the time on, are you kidding me? Why are you dating these people? Why are you continuing to date football players when you know that they don't want to settle down? Like, what is what is going And she'd be like, I know, I know. And I'm like, I don't think you do know because you keep doing it and we keep having this conversation. So, but finally, she got out of the sports world and started dating uh, or went online and found somebody that was more compatible to her interests. And um, they hit it off so tremendously that they're married now and been married for a couple of years. Um, and, and just because I brought up the sports world, I have to address that a little bit. Um, I've been in the sports world. I general managed a football team and I know many women that have dated football players, professional football players, baseball players, And if you're in that area, not that all of them don't want to commit, but there's a stereotype that goes with them, and there's a reason the stereotype goes with them. So uh, please, if you're, you know, if you're in that, if just know what you're dating. I'm not saying stop dating those people, but know what you're dating. Know, you know, that they're probably not really wanting to settle down right now at the height of their career while they're getting a lot of attention, you know, just understand what you're dating and be okay with that. So I really went off randomly on that football thing, but I had forgot. <laughs> I, I was going to say, unless you're, unless, you know, you're Tim Tebow, maybe, <laughs> or <laughs> who is very committed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, I'm professional, you know, sports people. And I think that that's really amazing and wonderful. But it takes a different type. You have to have a different type of personality in order to be able to date those type of people because you have to be very confident in yourself. You cannot be needy in any sense of the word at all. Um, but you have to have a different type of personality. So if you have it, understand that you're dating a whole nother you know, genre of of people. So I, I and you know what? I don't know if that attains to women, but I know it attains to when you're dating men. Professional. So the first chapter that I think people never tend to get is chapter one: just having fun. A lot of people want to date just to have fun. Now these are usually younger people. They're usually you know, and they're usually people in that have just got out of relationships. So I guess I want to say maybe they just got out of a marriage or maybe they just got out of a serious relationship. I don't know how many women that I've known. And, you know, because we're talking to women on this show, I'm not trying to, um, you know, make it gender one gender, but um, that's who we're talking to. So I know a lot of women that have met really wonderful people that have got out of a relationship and then feel like they really want to commit to this person and they are just wanting to have fun and tell them they're just wanting to have fun and 
they're looking for something light. They're looking for somebody not to commit to. Understand where your guide is at that point in time. Or um, I, you've known people, I'm sure, that have have run into people that just want to have fun. Do you ever notice that? Do you? Because you, you can pick them out right away as a friend, right? You can go. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think to be on the spot there. Yeah, you know, you're right. Let me think. There are I have friends who are you know just wanting to have fun and not really looking to totally settling down and you know they just want to go out and and you know kind of see what's out there. Um, well, you know, Debbie. Actually, I know a lot of women our age. I don't shouldn't say our age, but forty ish. Um, that actually not marriages. Um, you know, women tend to hit their what I I call midlife crisis at forty. They've raised their kids. They've done all these things for their men. They've um, you know made sure they had fun, made sure that the career went well. Did these things for long, but when the kids grow up, they hit a spot where they're like, "What do I want to do with my life?" Like you yeah, know, yeah, we do that I, a lot. Yeah, I've grown up, and now now what? And because of that, one of the things sadly is and the women, because they're trying to find themselves at that time and trying to figure out what it is that they really want, which they should, that because that ends up in the future creating the most amazing relationship you you can ever imagine or hope or wish or dream for because they find they're they're caring about their their happiness because they've done the whole caring about everybody else's happiness. Now they have time for them. So they go out and they want to just have fun. Right. So, um, yeah, so I think it goes both ways. Women tend to do it in their 40s or 40-ish area or even late 30s. I think it hits women about 37. Um, and men tend to do it in their early years, 18, 20s, you know, whatever, earlier on. So, yeah. Well, for me, you know, and I, I have no problem saying my age, I'm 43. And for me, you know, I've, I've been in, with my husband forever, <laughs> 25 years, and, um, you know, we were 17 when we first met, so we both are completely different people now, and as you say, you know, hitting that time of, you know, when you hit 40, like, kids are older, doing their own thing, getting independent, and then and then for me, you know, I was left with, what am I doing, and, you know, going through that major transformation. And um, so when you go through that, when you're in a relationship, that's also, you know, it can get a little turbulent as well. And and I think for us, um, for my husband and I, we just, we really allowed each other just to be the people that we're going to be. Right. So that, so that is, you know, Either if you're single hitting that, you know, that, that middle age, then you're, you know, getting out there and kind of wild and, and wondering what you've been missing, or like me being in a solid <laughs> relationship, um, I didn't get wild or anything, but <laughs> but I was going through that major transformation, and, you know, it can, it can kind of, you know, rock the boat a little bit in, right, when you're right. in this long-term relationship. Well, um, but just, and, 
so you know there's just points i think that our our point is there's just points it where one of the people just wants to have fun they don't want any pressure they don't want any of the stuff that comes with it the baggage and so no if you the person that you don't it doesn't matter how bad you want them if they're just wanting to have fun don't make them try to commit to you that it'll backfire every time and we do have a couple of calls. I want to go through one more chapter real quick, and then we're going to take your guys' calls and answer your questions. The second thing happens is um, you do find somebody that wants a girlfriend or boyfriend. There's usually one person in the relationship that does want a girlfriend and boyfriend, and, and a lot of times there's one that's not really sure where they stand. So if you want a girlfriend or boyfriend, you definitely want to make sure that that person is somewhat committed or not afraid of calling you their girlfriend or boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? So make sure that you're both on the same page of, I want somebody that's a consistent companion in my life. You, It's not that I just happened to run into you and you just happen to be going to the same place as I'm going, so we'll hang out. No, you know, if you want a girlfriend or boyfriend, have a discussion. Make sure that they, you know, you understand where they're at. And, and and if they tell you no, they're not looking for a girlfriend and boyfriend, by God, that is what they mean, especially if it's men. It makes me crazy how I I have a story that I'm going to tell you in a, in a few minutes after we take a call. But when men usually tell you something about not wanting to be committed, they are telling you the truth. The women tend to candy coat it and go, oh, they'll change their mind. Oh, you know, um, is that really what they mean? Because women will talk in circles not to hurt somebody's feeling. If they're, if they're, whatever they're saying is towards not, not wanting to commit to you, believe them. It's most likely true. So we're going to take true. Yeah, right. You know, and as women, we tend to uh, not want to hurt anybody's feelings, which is weird because you would think that that would be when you'd believe them, but that's when they don't believe them. And then when they tell them that they're committed to them, you know, it's the opposite. I don't want a relationship. Then they're like, eh, we don't really believe you. Um, I really want a relationship. And then when they're like, yeah, we don't really believe you there either. It's like that. there's a no win-win, right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, let's take this call. We have an area code 631. Aloha. Yes, hi. I was wondering if you were doing readings at all or um d yeah, we're actually doing a relationship show. Did you have a question on relationship? A relationship? Well, I wanted to know when I was going to meet someone. Well, the infamous question, right? <laughs> <laughs> the obvious question. Um tell me a little bit uh, of your background really quick because and then I'll give you um a summary of what I see. What well, your background, I mean. Uh, a year, you said? No. Tell me a little bit about your dating background. When the last time you were in a relationship, what's been happening? Well, I was in a relationship, and then we broke for like seven months. I met in May, ended in December. Mm -hmm. And then I just had a friend, this was like a friend, whatever. And then um, just trying to date and go on dates and find, um, I'm looking for a serious relationship, not just mm -hmm. meeting people who are just either... I don't know, it's just not working out, like going on one date and stuff like that, but I'm looking to meet someone. Okay. Well, see, I feel like that's part of your problem, and that's why I wanted you to explain to everybody sort of what you were at. I feel I'm that... I'm not going out. Like, I'm, I have to date. I just can't stay inside. I mean, I'm not going out every night. I'm just, you know, but I have no, to date. No, no, 
What I'm saying is when women tend to go out and, and really look for a serious relationship, um, one of the things that is a really good idea to do is that online thing because you're you're meeting people who want to be in a relationship. But what would actually help you is I feel like there's a little bit of seriousness to you and that people that you date kind of feel it from you immediately. And so they tend to want to back off because they feel that they feel a little bit of pressure with a date. And you may not feel that you're doing it. And I don't think that you're doing it intentionally by any means. But that's the vibe that you tend to give off. And I do see you meeting somebody and being in a relationship, but I, it is going to be a little bit of time. It feels like it's going to be about a year and a half. It feels like you're going to be doing a lot more dating in there during that time. So, um, and when I tell everybody something like a year, year and a half, and I never give time frames hardly ever, it could be a little bit sooner, could be a little bit later. But what I want you to thank God I didn't say like five years. I mean, that's what I tell people because then they're like, oh my God, a year and a half, that's just way too long. And, um, but as a woman who, how you want to be in a serious relationship, I also feel like you're not necessarily running into the right people. You're running into people like just with the show, just like we're talking about with the show. There are people that just are not wanting to be in a serious relationship right now. And I, I also kind of feel like, are you kind of in a smaller area? Um, yeah, but I'm trying to meet people. But you mean I'm not going to meet anybody to date until no, a year and a half? No, you will date, but I feel like the seriousness doesn't come until then. Um, and I feel Dating. like... Part of it before then in a year and a half be serious, or I have to wait to meet the person in a year and a half to be serious with. And I, like I said, I don't like to give time frames because people stick too heavily to them. So I feel like you will be in a committed relationship around that time. But have you tried any of the online dating stuff or anything where you get to put your interests out and meet them by that in that way at all? Uh yeah, yeah. And it's just not working out for you. Well, I haven't. I haven't tried. I mean, I did the match a couple of months ago, and I was going to try That's it right. again. I don't know if I should do that. If you head that direction, I feel like you're you're going to be a lot more successful. I feel like that hasn't been an avenue that you've you've tried um, in the way that I'm thinking of. So I'd like to see you do some more of the online thing because I feel like you're where you're meeting people or where you're going to try to date. It's it's really sparse and hard for you to date the way that you're trying to. So check out the online thing, look at it more seriously, and start talking to people on reputable sites. I'm not I'm not recommending Craigslist or anything that's not reputable, and um, but it's a way to meet people with similar interests. So it, you know it's going to take a little bit of time, but go ahead and you know try some different unorthodox ways instead of meeting them through friends or you know have them set you up on blind dates. But it'll be a little bit yet, okay. Okay, but like I could meet them in October and get serious in a year. I mean, I don't understand. Yeah, no, I don't feel like you will meet the person that you're going to get serious with until at, at least into next year. All right, well, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, aloha. So, you know, Jen, can, yes. you know I feel like um, how she was just really wanting to be in a relationship um, maybe in that time that you, you know, kind of projected for her a year, year and a half, she, as you suggested, that she go on Match.com or eHarmony.com. And I know from hearing from a few of my friends, when you go on those sites, you you have to 
write about yourself. You have to write a bio. You have to, you know, post photos of yourself. And and what I think happens is you kind of learn more about yourself. Yeah. Well, I think that that was a very that. that was a very good point of what you just said. And you know, when I was talking to her, I could feel her resistance a little bit of not being it, um, just more wanting to know when the relationship was going to come in. But with she didn't feel really open to um, doing it the unorthodox way of she she feels I feel like she's uncomfortable probably doing the online stuff. And of course you can be, a lot of things make you uncomfortable, but you're right. You have to put work into that. And and it's almost like it, from what I understand um, from when my friends have done it, they, I feel like it's kind of like a social um, networking type of thing too, right? Like people are very comfortable interacting on Facebook. They're, they do it all the right. time. They sit mm-hmm. there and do it at work and whatever. And I think it's, Similar to that where you have to have some interaction back and forth saying, hey, you know, um, for instance, I know um, my brother had done one where he had met a woman that was a kiteboarder and he likes to kiteboard. So, you know, like, um, you know, where are some good places to kiteboard? You know, not crazy things, but people talk about normal things. And they only met because they had a similar interest of sports. Mm -hmm. And so you can go into um, looking at profiles and talking to them about that, I, w- I would assume. But I think that you're right. She probably hasn't really, I don't know, grasped the whole online thing. Th- there was a lot of issues with that particular um, person dating at the town, um, who she's running into. I mean, I could have done a whole reading on that, but I could feel the resistance there, and so I try to respect that. So if you're just so focused on being in a relationship just to be in a relationship see that's another thing that's a problem that is a huge huge problem as women or anybody if your main focus is to be in a relationship to not be alone or just because you just think you're happier when you're in one and the reason a lot of people thinks they think they, they are happier because they're in one is because they're actually distracted from things that they are not liking about their life or they're distracted by this person doing something funny for that day or being ticked off at them for doing something that made them mad. But a a dating partner or a marriage partner can tend to be a distraction from what it is that, you know, you want in your life and what you're – because you also have somebody to blame and you have someone to to take credit for when they make you laugh. You know, that's a problem. You you really have to want to be in a relationship to just kind of compliment who you are. To be a partner, so to speak, you know, not really in crime, but, you know, to be a companion and to to, um, accent, you know, accentuate their life as they accentuate yours. Does that make sense? Right. Compliment you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To compliment who you are. And and Mm -hmm. people just don't do that. It it becomes a focus. It becomes uh, an obsession, I guess I want to say, to feel loved. People like that feeling of knowing. Yes, yes they yes. like that feeling of knowing somebody yes. is there who who they feel loves them. But I think that a lot of people get in a relationship where they're more stuck together, and the true love isn't there, and so it becomes frustrating, and it becomes a battle, and it becomes kids become involved. You know. That's not where you should be looking for your love. You should be 
really finding that within yourself. That is so cliche. I can't even believe I just said that, but it is true. And, <laughs> you know, it is. Well, that it's, is true. That That is true. Well, and, and if you are on a happiness journey, which I'm going to let you, I am going to let you talk. But if you are on a <laughs> If you're on a happiness journey and you truly find happiness within yourself and you wake up just going, I had the best day yesterday and I'm planning a trip, you know, from here to the mainland or I'm planning a trip to Europe with some of my friends and I'm so excited about it and I really love this this um, artwork I just did and, and I, I'm doing really well at work and you have that feeling inside you, it becomes electrifying. People want to be around you. They want to be yeah. in your circle. They they want to love and support you and, and, and bring you up. But if you're going, you know, I'm missing something in my life and what is it and I'm really bummed that nobody's here and I wish somebody was here to share this movie with and I wish that I had some, you know, you have a whole different energy about you, a whole different energy. You have an energy of whether you think about it or not, there's a desperation feel. Not that anybody's desperate, but people feel that. It feels like pressure. It feels exactly. like responsibility. And it feels like something that they don't want to have to uplift you all the time. So it really, really depends on the vibe you're giving off as well, you know, as far as them wanting to feel loved. And even if you're going into a relationship wanting to wanting that love feeling, that's a lot of pressure for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like uh, what we were talking about last week about, you know, uh, your your happiness level, your happiness vibration. and you can either attract people or repel people. Oh yeah. And, and so it's um I know what you're saying about, you know, having people look outside themselves for happiness or look to someone else for happiness and not realizing that, you know, that maybe there's something inside of them that that can generate that joy. And then, you know, kind of raise their vibration and attract a a mate, um, a, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Well, they're looking um, for distraction. They're always looking for distraction. They don't think that that's what it is. They think they're looking for love, but they're looking for a distraction. If your primary focus is looking and being in a relationship, you are seriously looking for a distraction from whatever voided feeling that you have in your own body. That's just what it is, flat out. There's no other way to put that to anybody, and that's really kind of harsh. But and I and I and everybody does it. I I'm sure I had done it at one time. Of course, I've been married for a million years. So when I was younger, I have friends that do it. It's not abnormal. It's normal. the The thing is to just pay attention to it and stop trying to distract yourself. Because mm-hmm. and then if you distract yourself in a good way where you are just like finding things that are really joyful to you and doing all these things that are amazing, that's always when the the amazing person comes in. That's always when you find this amazing match for yourself. You know, you attract it in without even paying attention to it. So if you can distract yourself another direction, that's when you're going to be on a roll. But we have another caller. So let's go ahead and take this caller and then we'll finish with the chapters and not be so serious. Um, we have area code 510, and I don't know if they can hear me. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What question do you have? I'm calling about my marriage to see if you see anything that I need to know about my marriage. Um, are you wondering about – Are you want, I don't 
do you want to give me a little bit more background on that? <laughs> Are okay, you wondering um, about is there go ahead. Oh well I've been married seven years. I've been with to in a relationship with my husband for twelve. We have mm-hmm. no children together. We have children separate from each other. Okay. I have one child, he has a he has one child also. Okay. And so I when you see Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm wondering, are you wondering about, like, infidelity or something? Like, is this... Anything. I just want anything, yeah. Um, Because I just, I feel like, I feel like that there's some issues with your communication and with you not knowing completely everything on some things, but I feel like it's not as bad as you think. Like, I feel like there's... You have a feeling that there's something that you just not completely know, or maybe he's, you know, hiding something here or there from you or whatever. And yeah, it, I have. Go ahead. Yeah, because I want to know, did he actually sleep with my sister? Yeah, see, I knew. I knew this was coming. That's why I was trying to be real delicate and sort of letting you bring that up. Um, I feel like, again, there was some deception there but I don't feel like it was as bad as you think it was. So there, um, what I'm saying is I don't feel like that there was sleeping together. There may have been, been flirting or some inappropriateness. Do you see what I'm saying? But I don't yeah, feel like it's – go ahead. Because uh, she's saying they had sex. He's saying they didn't. So that's okay. where I'm, I'm at a cross with that too. Well, you know. Because she's saying they, they both said they were drunk. He mm-hmm. said he thought she was I. She thought she was me. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like there's more manipulation on your sister's part than there is on the husband's part. Hmm. I feel like that there's a little bit more of her trying to hurt you or or say some things that. um, Do you know what I mean? Like she's she's kind of a little bit trying to jab at you a little bit or like be, you know what I'm saying? I feel like mm-hmm. there's a little bit of, he remembers a little bit on his part, but I feel like it didn't happen the way that she said it went down. So wow. I, I tend to, does that make sense to you? No. Okay. Cause I'm like, it's either or that's how I look at it. There's no grayish. There's no in between. That's how I look at it. It's either you okay, did or well, you didn't. I don't feel like that they, um, what she said is completely true. So I would lean towards the husband's side is what I'm saying. But there's a whole problem that you have this problem anyways. I mean, whether they yeah. did or even if even if they actually slept. For women, uh, most women that I know, it doesn't matter whether they slept together or didn't sleep together. I mean, that there was any type of sexual contact or whatever. Period. That's, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm that's at. That's so for me, it is a woman, and, and Debbie, you can ring in on this, but I know for most women and as a psychic, it's that's where it's harder for me even as a psychic because I feel like once you cross that emotional, energetic line, you don't have to have the actual act of having sex to cross that line. And so if there's any type of messing around at all, See, that's a done deal for me. That's how I yeah. usually view it. So it's Debbie, what do you have anything to add? Well, you know, ironically, I I was listening in on um, a live life class that Oprah was having today, and it was regarding how to hold um, a hard conversation. So it sounds like the, the caller, you need to just have, just with you and your husband, you need to sit down and have this conversation with you know, try to come at it with no expectations. You acknowledge what had happened, you and you're coming 
if anything happened, and you're coming at it for clarity. You want clarity yeah. on the subject. So yeah, I, maybe, um, and so some of the steps that, that they were talking about was um, you extend an invitation, say, you know what, I want to talk to you about this. When would it be good for us to sit down together and talk about it? Not kind of slam him while he's watching TV or something, you know, and throw him off guard. Just, you know, two adults sitting down. I know your husband and wife, but extend an invitation to speak with him and then set some ground rules and then listen to him. Listen to what he has to say. And then go ahead. Well, the problem, too, here, as what Debbie's saying is really, really good, but I think that the problem here is also there's sort of a history of him not being on the up and up about this. Right. Mm-hmm. There okay. you go. Oh, okay. So there's, right, I missed right. That. <laughs> yeah, so there's, no, that actually, that was just something I seen psychically, Deb. <laughs> You're right. Because right, we've, we've, we've had this discussion yeah. thousands of times, but he just oh, okay. won't okay. speak. Right. And so the thing is, is this is the thing. I don't feel like his eyes are always where they should be flat out. I know you know this. I know you know this. I know know that there's been very inappropriate stuff. And like I said, then when something comes up like this, where the sister says and what he says, she says, whatever, he looks guilty all the beat heck because he does not have a track record, right? I'm I'm with you on this, girl. So here's the thing. He is who he is. He walks like a duck. He quacks like a duck. That's the problem. It doesn't matter exactly what particular events took place. If you right. can if you can live with him and understand that this is who you live with, this is who you're married to, then more power to you. But understand that you also will have this problem in the future. He's not going to change. He hasn't changed in 20 years. He's not going to change in another 20. So if, if you're going to continue the relationship, accept it for what it is. And you're going to have to address this over and over. He, he's never completely upfront with you, and that's a problem. So either let it go and just go, you know what, I'll never, ever get the truth out of him ever. And um, I never, next time I won't get the complete truth and next time I won't. And I'm okay with that because we've been together a certain amount of time and we like to do X, Y, Z together and we have kids and, you know, whatever. Be okay with that or just be, you know what, I'm tired. I'm tired and... I'm tired of trying to get the truth. It takes so much work to get the truth that I just, I'm I'm tired of doing this. You decide what works for you. Right. For, for some people, it's okay that they have, that they have roaming eyes and whatever because they've been together for a long period of time and they don't want to go look for other people and they do have other parts of their relationship that are valuable to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that you really have to decide, but, there was stuff that went down. He's not been completely honest with you in the past. I don't think it was quite the way the sister said exactly, just so you know. I think that she's causing it to be more than it is. But it doesn't matter because his track record is really crappy. And um, to me, he's crossed the line either way. So you right. just see what to do with that. And, you know, if you're okay with being in it, then be in it and just be okay with it. But if you're not, you're a strong woman and you're going to do good. But this will be a repetitive pattern with him. Just understand that, okay? Okay. All right. So, so I get. So am I going to be doing the same thing if I do it's, choose to stay? Will I it, end up doing the same thing? Yes. I'm, I'm like, you oh. have 
that, well, you have to break this cycle. You guys are not in the best cycle. If you choose to stay, you, you know, do whatever. I can go ahead and roll my eyes, too, and do the same thing. Absolutely. If you choose to stay, that's your choice. You yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Yeah, because I'm like, if he going to play, I can play, too. That's okay. I mean, you know, it, it, you just understand, make that agreement between you two. And maybe even tell him that. I'd tell yeah. him that. You don't need to hide it. I mean, you don't need to be like him. You can just yeah. be like, I'm the honest one. You just be not honest. <laughs> so here's what it is. It, it, you know, we're going to hang out and do our thing. And But um, if you do it, I'm going to do it too. You're just going to know about it. Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just know that I'm doing it. Because yeah. I'll just tell him. But, but, you know, as a strong woman, we know you can get tons of men. Always protect yourself. Don't oh, do true. Don't do anything out of spite. <laughs> don't do anything. Yeah, out but of, I'm spiteful. I am I spiteful. That's know, that's what I'm going for. When you do things out of spite, mm. you do things you regret, and then you're like, "Well, that didn't hurt anybody, but me." You know what I'm saying? So make good choices as you're in this relationship. Don't just go all willy nilly and making crazy choices because you're pissed. Okay? Oh, geez, I don't think I'm supposed to say that on the air. But um, yeah. don't just go making crazy choices because you're mad, all right? You need to calm oh. down and then make make adult, strong women choices. Don't do what he's doing. That's no good. Why? I mean, well, uh, if you're waiting, what I mean is... Why, 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 why I have to say, oh, no, I'm not going to do all that when he's doing it? I mean, no. what? what I'm saying is don't do it in the way that he's doing it. Don't be him. Don't be him. Be you, you know? Do, do, right, right. And... And if you want out, then get out. If you want to go play and do your thing, then then get out of the relationship and go play and do your thing. Anyways, but thank you for calling. We have another okay. caller on the line. Right. Sorry about that for you. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, we have another caller, area code 610. Oh, and the thing with that, um, just for everybody, and I think that woman was incredibly truthful on a lot of stuff, but a lot of times people don't, they just won't get out. It's like they have to cause um, a problem. To They don't want to get out of the relationship unless something blows up. You know what I mean? And that's really a bummer. Um, area yeah. code 610, can we help you? Um, yes, Uh I have a question also. Uh, um, my husband and I have been separated for a couple of years, and I just uh, wondered if there was any possibility of us getting back together. Um, do you want uh, the the woman's opinion or the psychic's opinion or both? <laughs> uh, well, uh, this, this, whatever you're getting psychically would be. Um, okay, well, we'll do both for you. Um, it doesn't take a psychic to tell you you've been separated for two years and you're not together now. Right. And as a psychic, I agree with the woman's point of view. And I hate to say that, but I just, you, I know you know this. I know that you can feel this, you know? Well, well, I know that's true now. I just didn't know if anything will happen in the future. No, it's true now. And stop thinking about if anything's going to happen in the future. Seriously. Um, I don't feel like this person is a very good match for you. Um, I feel like because you're holding on to some things of what, you know, of the things that you know about the relationship and, and, and what's happened, you know, when you're in a relationship, you, you see good parts in people, etc. And um, 
you, you, I feel like you're really not letting go and you're kind of holding on to this person has changed a lot over the last two years. In fact, has changed a lot over the last probably three and a half years or so. And so you're, you're not dealing with the same person anymore and you're not. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I don't understand and I'm confused about. Yeah. Because people change when they grow up, when they, when they go through different things in life, they change and they change a lot sometimes and you either grow together or you grow apart. Um, I think it's an illusion that that people don't change over the years. I mean, I've changed so much from when I was 18 to 20 to 25 to 30 and on. And, I mean, I've been married a long time, but luckily my husband changed in the same direction as I did. I know many women that either the man or the woman did not change in the same direction. We're not the same people. Not, I, I, would, I would have... I would have said the same thing about five, maybe seven years ago. Right. But, uh, but he took a turn. There's some stuff that went on, and, and he's not in a real happy place, and he hasn't been for about a year and a half or so. And so he's really trying to find some things about himself, and it's coming out not well, I guess I want to say, with people around him. Does that make sense? What, what people around you, just me, well, or you mean others besides you, me? Or like family or whatever, you know, just people that tend to be around him. He's really dealing with a lot of things that he's not happy about and has been not happy about for a while now. He's he's not happy right now. He, he hasn't been happy for a few years, and he's trying to figure out what it is, but it's he's not dealing with it well. And so it's coming out in very random different things that he's doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Um, what is it exactly, like, do you have any, uh, you may not be getting this, but is there any clues as to what exactly is the source of his unhappiness? Um, you know, I feel like there's a little bit of a chemical imbalance with him. Um, and yeah. I feel like, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. And so that's really where I feel a lot of the problem. So unless that gets handled and um, sort of cleaned up for him and he's more balanced, I guess, in that way, he's really going to be struggling. And then also there's some stuff tied to, like, work. And and he's, you know, he just, what does he do for work? Well, you know, just general business managing. Yeah, well, he just doesn't love what he's doing either. I mean, it, it it's... It, it started, and some things started at work uh, three, four years ago. It's really starting to crumble him on the inside a little bit. It's starting to malnourish his soul, and he hates what he's doing there. I mean, he may say something. He likes certain things about it, but it's not fulfilling him. It's causing him issues, you know, and then the chemical imbalance, and now it's it's actually going to start affecting his health a little bit. So, yeah, I guess I, guess I did feel that about uh Five years ago, I felt like, oh, this ain't good. It felt like his brain got fried from the stresses at work. Yeah, and um, the problem with that is um, men and women, um, and Debbie can probably chime into this as well, uh, people we are now trained to th think that if we have a good job, if we are you know, doing something that's stable or whatever, that we have to force ourselves to stay in that because of the money flow and the economy and because why would you get rid of a job like that? You know, we, we have been forced or brainwashed to think that that's what happiness is. You, you're you're responsible, therefore you commit to jobs you hate. You bring in the paycheck to support the family, even though you hate what you're doing. And for men, it is incredibly a lot of pressure to support family and wife and kids and all of that. And if they have a good job and if they're in management, to do what they hate doing. So they don't feel like they have 
the leeway or ability to make other choices because they have to be responsible. And if they're not responsible, then they are less of a man, if that makes sense. Do you know what I'm talking about, Deb, on that? Do you have anything to add? Uh, yes. I mean, how bad is the, uh, Is there some sort of collapse coming? Like, Because uh, financially we do all – we do still depend on him. I've been out of the job market so long, you know, because of the situation of our moving around for his job that uh, I don't even know how to begin getting back in at this age. Um, so does it look – are you seeing it not working out well for his job in the future? Like he's he's going to collapse or something? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, I, I don't mean that as far as he's going to collapse, but, you know, his blood pressure is getting higher and he's having some issues and he um, should probably get his cholesterol check and, checked and his blood pressure checked and he, all things that relate to high stress in that area because it's getting worse over the years. He's feeling a lot of pressure and, and it's a problem. It, it will affect his health and, and in a way that is going to grab his attention, not that he's going to drop over of a heart attack, but that's what happens when you don't pay attention to the spiritual side of yourself and the spiritual self saying, I'm not happy, I'm absolutely miserable, but I'm going to force myself to stay in this job. What happens is your physical body goes, okay, you're not listening to your spiritual self and the part that's trying to make sense to you. You're not listening to your intuition. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to manifest something physically so that you absolutely have to pay attention. The only Do you thing get in feeling as to what he should be doing? Go ahead. You were going to say the only thing what? It's the only thing people pay attention to. Well, I'm going to let Deb. Do you have any input on this? Um, you know, I can just visualize him kind of needing some extra support. Um, in this, maybe okay. feeling like, like you say, you know, he's 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 working. He's not happy what he's doing. So. You know, maybe if he felt like he had any kind of support, maybe emotional support even, um, might might help a little bit. Or, you know, like you say, he's going, he's in this job, he knows he has to work this job to pay the bills and he's just not happy. Well, maybe he can do something on the side uh, for himself as a hobby to bring joy to him to himself. I don't yeah. know. I do have a question for you, though. How old are your kids? Uh, the youngest is 16, and he's, like, you know, just was sobbing in the uh, guidance counselor's office at school because my husband just had to take a new job uh, because of the way circumstances turned out, and so he had to move two hours away. Mm-hmm. So it's been been hard for my 16-year-old. Who was Okay, and the, that's the youngest, you said? Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, um, I don't feel like he will ever, ever be without a management job. He can continue to manage till you know, you're 80 if he wants to. I, I feel like he, he always finds a way to get another job if something happens. Like, there's always something very resourceful about him. On the flip side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the flip side, it's not healthy for him, and he feels a really hard, huge burden. So if you want to know how you yeah. can help him, you will – I mean, I would try to relieve some of the financial stress on him. Um, I know that you feel like you're getting older, but there's things you can do on the side. There's things that you could do to relieve some of that financial stress. If you really put your mind to it, you could be as resourceful as he. You just haven't put your whole heart and soul into being resourceful because you haven't needed to and because you felt like you've had to sacrifice a 
lot of things of your own self as you've moved around with him, okay? And so, yeah. but it would, um, you do need to help relieve some financial stress even as just the father of your children just to Does keep You mean just to go out and get a $10 an hour job, something like that? Um, you know, that's something that you're going to have to really decide. I wouldn't go do something that makes you completely miserable, but I'm telling you anything that you do, whether you bring in $200 a week or $100 a week is going to have him, um, mentally feel like, oh my gosh, she's helping relieve some of this pressure. Really? Does that? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And to him, to men, what women don't get is to men, they, those are huge, huge things to them if if a woman you know can can see where the man is like really under pressure and they make good faith efforts towards helping that or or recognizing that it's huge to them it's huge he will feel like that there's a little bit of help that's like you know having three table legs and even if you prop up one with a stick there's still you know it helps the table stay stable you do you see what i mean um, so, you know, that's up to yeah. you. I, you're really going to have to make that choice. All I'm saying is it would be huge to him emotionally. He doesn't, he, he's really feeling like he's carrying the burden of this family and not that the family's a burden. I don't mean it that way, but what I'm saying is that's his responsibility as a husband. A natural and a burden. Yeah. And it's hard yeah. for me. It's really, really hard. And so, so when they're in a situation that they hate, it may be in a situation well, you know, the, the 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 circumstances we got married under was I was not going to have kids, and then he, I didn't want them, but he did, and so the deal was because he was unemployed the first five years, I supported us, I bought the houses, um, he was going to be Mr. Mom, but he got a job when the baby was three months old, and then he wanted to move for his job, and then we moved overseas, so uh, I I gave up my job, you know, because we had the kids, and he wanted kids, I didn't, and but, you know, since we had them and they started coming more than one and we had four all together. You and, know, and so we saying, I understand what you're saying and, and we, you know, I don't have a lot of time here left. I have one more caller. I'm not saying that everything is working out perfectly. I'm just saying, you know, I know that you probably had agreements and things have changed and whatever. I'm just telling you from right now. From right now, whatever happened in the past, it doesn't really matter. And I, and I would stop looking at the past as far as agreements and whatever, and I'd start looking what is. What is is the last right. three years That's he's been true. completely and totally miserable. For the last three years, he feels like he is really sinking without a life jacket. For the last three, that is beginning to affect his health. And it's beginning to, he's really depressed, and it's affecting his happiness. It has affected your marriage, okay? Oh, so sure, it has yeah. caused so much problem to rock your foundation. You can go back all you want to and go, well, shoulda, coulda, woulda, and it, and it was supposed to be this way and whatever, but it's not going to do you any good. Well, so the well only- what depressed him the most is he had a fantasy. There was a woman that he was hoping would be with him, and that didn't seem to work out for him. That's because when um, men start looking, when they try to figure out what makes them happy, they start looking outside of themselves for other things, and that's usually when a woman comes in. And so he'll continue to struggle with this, but like I said, if you can give him a little bit of relief, that's his life jacket. That's his little, you know, little uh, inner tube that you throw to him. That's all I'm saying, and that's what I see psychically. And, you know, I wish I could help okay, you more. Thank you. Where no, no, that's good. Thank you. Good very, that's very okay. good. Thank you. Have a wonderful okay. day. We're gonna All right. Good luck. 
we're going to take one more caller. Um, we didn't get through the article. If you want to read it, um, people love it. It's incredibly funny. It's on inspirationalexaminer.com. There's a link to it on the Blog Talk show. And I also want to make sure before I take this next caller that I tell everybody there is another freebie today. It's actually hit the top 100 at this point. It's just downloading like crazy. Um, and that's my book, The Inspirational Quotes. And you can find that either on this blog talk show link. It's on there. Or you can go to hawaiihealings.com and you can find all of my books. But you can just click on the book, Inspirational Quotes. It will take you to Kindle and you can download it for free. If you do not have a Kindle app, you can get the Kindle app on your um, download it on a PC, Windows, iPhone, whatever you have, you can download it. You don't need to have the actual Kindle in your hand. And the other thing is if you want to find out more about um, Debbie and her her stuff, her joy seminars, her bloomies, you want to go to ilovebloomies.com because she has amazing things going on over there. So you can join her Twitter, her Facebook. Um, from her page, you can join my Twitter, my Facebook from my page, and you can email us questions or whatever. But you definitely want to check out those two places, the ilovebloomies.com, the hawaiihealings.com. Don't forget to download your freebie. It's only today and tomorrow. So we have... One more caller here. Let me see. Um, see if they're still on the air. Oh, uh, we accidentally lost that caller. So I don't know what happened, caller. It was like an 818. So if you're there, call back and we'll try to fit you in. So do you have anything to add to this show? I The last caller was quite interesting as far as... Um, one of the things that I do notice that my friends have done a lot, and I notice when I do a lot of readings, is people get in a situation with a relationship, and they tend to want to go back and, and and go, well, what's happening here and what's happening there, and this is where it should have been. One of the tips that I wanted to give that I do, and I've been married a long time, and it was not easy for me to adapt to this, and you probably do something similar, Debbie, is when me and my husband start not getting along, and yes, even though we've been married for a million years, there are those times that we do not get along for days, weeks, or even months, and it just can make <laughs> you crazy. You know, anything that they do, you want to just be like, really? You don't know this by now? We've been married for like ever, Okay. So when we get in those ruts where we start bickering back and forth and anything sets us off, I started realizing before I was just like, he makes me crazy. He's a guy. He does stupid things. He knows he shouldn't do this. Okay, that's how I was before. Now when that happens and we stop coming out of that, start, you know, having trouble coming out of that where we're getting along thing again, um, what I do is I start going, what vibe am I giving off to him? Like, what am I, okay. how am I? towards him because I notice what happens is he's a reflection of me so if, mm -hmm. if there's anything that I can teach anybody out there in a relationship or in a long-term relationship as your spouse or your significant other tends to be a relationship of you so <clears throat> excuse me not all the time like not in abusive relationships not like that but in regular relationships if if you're bickering a lot you really need to check yourself because I notice I will tend to be a little bit more witchier or like on edge with him at the same the whole time. And so 
I will check myself and go, okay, I, no matter what, I'm going to be nice. I don't care if he just leaves all of his stuff around when he comes home from work on the floor. I am going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. And as I force myself to be very loving and nice because he's an amazing person and try to remind myself of all those things, his behavior towards me shifts a 180 every time. It's almost like a magic trick. It's like amazing. Do you ever do that with your husband? Yeah, like you say, you know, they are a reflection and it's, it's, they, each other, husbands and wives, reflect what the other person is feeling sometimes. You know, right. if, if the other person, like you say, is, is having a, a bad day or feeling witchy or whatever, the other person is going to react to that. And depending on their personality, they're either going to react, you know, like lift them back up or they're going to attack back. <laughs> right. So it's you know, and and you're right, and just in, in every single relationship, the other person just wants to feel loved and appreciated. It's huge. That it's is all huge. It's yes. absolutely the biggest component ever that you can give somebody. And, and you forget, you forget that, and then and then going back to. Um, you had talked about um, you know seeking a relationship, seeking a relationship. I know that there there are several people out there who have you know worked on themselves and everything that you know, and they are ready for a relationship. No distraction on themselves. They just are ready to be in a relationship, and that's when I think you're vibrating at that high level, and you will attract that person when you kind of stop looking for for it that person will come. Oh, absolutely. But when you stop right? looking, not in a depressed way, when you stop looking as in, doesn't matter if they're there, I'm so excited about right. Men in Black 3, I'm totally going to watch this movie with my girlfriends or whoever, I don't even care who wants to go. Yeah, when you're distracted and stop looking, absolutely, that's when it rushes mm -hmm. in. It's it's absolutely mm -hmm. incredible. But you also want to always notice what type of vibe you're giving off. If you're giving off, that that's the same thing like when I said with my husband. I can tell. And it doesn't, you know, as women, you want to go into, well, I can tell you when it started. It started when you came home really crabby from work like three weeks ago. <laughs> I get, you know what I mean? Like I want to pinpoint it and go, well, you know, and then you came home work the next day. And, and, you know, I can remember. I can remember it was three weeks ago on a Wednesday. But I really think that <laughs> yeah. doesn't help me very much. Exactly. And, and not only that, we remember everything. But they're like every, you know, their mind can be, well, it's a, it's a new day. What you, how can you remember that, you know? <laughs> I know. And they're always like, yeah, they're always like, why didn't you bring it up before? And I'm thinking, because I didn't need to until now. Now I need it. <laughs> now it's yeah. Now we pull like, the ammo out. We pull back everything. <laughs> right. And so it's, you know, but I had, it was hard. I'm very stubborn. I, I'm a Scorpio. I'm very stubborn. So it took me many, many years to stop going, though, well, you started it two months ago. You started it two days ago. Um, and make him tell me he's sorry for whatever it is he did to make me mad. That, you know, I did that when I was younger. And it took me many years to go, it doesn't matter doesn't matter. doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter. It, what matters is now, and it matters that I need to just stop whatever it is I'm doing. It doesn't matter if he continues on. I just have to behave differently for my own sanity. And every time I begin to behave differently, things change. And instantly, they change. So if whatever's, yeah. if it's not working in your relationship, 
check yourself, change your attitude if you can, the best that you can, and see what happens. It's like magic. Exactly. So, and that will create harmony in the whole house. <laughs> absolutely, it will. Yes. So we will be back next week. We will be talking about teens. So don't call in about your husband. Well, unless it involves teens. Um, anyways, we will be back next week talking about teens and teen parenting. Thank you for joining us. Check out Debbie's website. Thank you. com. Check out my website, hawaiihealings.com. Join us on Facebook and Twitter, and we will see you next time. Aloha. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.